Hi there. You might remember on the last episode of the Hot Toy Cast where I politely asked Michael Crawford to enjoy, join me for like, you know, 20 minutes to half an hour on a little show about uh, his poppies, the poppy nominations, about all those nominations and stuff. Yeah, th- it, it happened, but it kind of went on for like four or five times, way longer than ever anticipated. So the, ne- the next podcast you're going to be hearing now will be uh, about an hour and 45 to 50 minutes long. So you might want to cut it in half. But it is about our poppies, and we're also not joined by Jeff. Uh, Jeff doesn't actually collect a lot of these other little small figures and keep his. He only does um, high-end hot toys and sideshow and stuff like that, and statues and things. So, well, so we didn't ask, we didn't get Jeff on for this one. So it's just myself and Mike. But uh, it's a long one. But regardless, I hope you enjoy it nonetheless. Hello there, folks. Welcome to our little surprise, little extra, little short episode. It's only a little little filler in now to discuss the poppies with one Michael Crawford here, who has joined me today. We're midweek, Mike. Midweek, midweek podcasting yeah. here. Oh, this is this this feels weird, man. This feels weird. This almost feels like work. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's a so, weird time. It is a weird time. So it's that time of the year now where you start to bombard me and uh, lots of other people that are lucky to be on your list about the poppies. So yes, and the thing is, I don't think a lot of people realize what the poppies are. I think a lot, a lot do, but some don't. So I tell you what you do. Why don't you run us down what the poppies is all about, and then we'll actually get into some like the nominations, and we'll just go through discussions. We'll right to the bottom. We'll go through best prop replica, best designer vinyl figure, best female one sure. fifth figure, and blah blah blah. Okay, so the poppies is pretty simple. You know, for uh, I've been running my site for 17 years now. And, and oh, really? M- me, yeah, wow. 17th year. And me and other people, you know, other websites, they always do uh, awards at the end of the year. But it's really either just that admin. You know, I do mine. I call them, you know, my best and worst picks of the year. and uh, Or they do something where they have their readers, uh, you know, vote in a poll. Uh, I do that, too. It's called the people's picks. But it's still kind of limited, right? It's only that group of collectors they usually tend to be focused on one thing or another not across the industry so oh, ten, oh this will be the 10th year the 2016 poppies will be the 10th year uh, i started at what i consider to be more of an industry award so what i did is uh selected uh, 150 judges that are from five different categories. So you have judges that represent uh, the media. So there's, you know, people from websites like Action Figure Insider and the Floosh and Sideshow mm-hmm. Collectibles. Yep. And, uh, then you have, and and we used to back in the day when it was still existed, we had a we had a guy who represented Toy Fair magazine, and uh, uh, so you had a group, you Toy know, they all Fair magazine. Media oh. represent. Yeah, you forget about them, eh? Ah, uh, I love Toy Fair magazine, man. It was yep. so good. But, you know, Gone for a little while, and and it slips the mind. I but know. yeah, that was I, well. You know, we still have Robot Chicken, right? That, we that grew out of <laughs> I guess so. Grew out of Toy Fair magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then you had um, um, you have from that from a artist perspective, uh, you have a you know a group that are sculptors and painters and uh, that are involved in the industry, usually as independent contractors that work on a lot of the collectibles, like me, uh, that, like you. Yeah. And then we have um, a group that are the uh, companies themselves. Uh, it's a fairly large group. It's, almost, it's like a, almost a third of the group is from companies. So you have everybody from the small mom and pop like Spy Monkey up to, uh, you know, medium-sized companies like Mezco or Sideshow or even Hot Toys. Uh, and then to the larger, you know, we have reps from both Hasbro and Mattel and uh, companies like that. So you got the companies covered. Uh, the retailers are covered. There's a smaller group. Uh, 
um, everybody from uh, uh, representatives from uh, uh, small, you know, online shops, mm-hmm. uh, representatives from larger online shops like uh, uh, Big Bad Toy Store and Entertainment Earth, mm-hmm. um, and then up to you know, like we have a guy, the guy Steve Ann, who's the buyer for uh, Walgreens. Cool. So. Uh, you have the retailers covered, and then finally there is a group. Uh, the fifth group is collectors, and so I, uh, you know, there's uh, maybe 20 to 25 collectors that I invite that are considered, uh, you know, well known in the industry. Jeff Parker, our buddy, is one Yay. of those uh, people who are well known amongst the collector groups. Cool. Um, that are part of that process. So then those 150 judges get together, and back oh what was it? It was probably in November. I start bugging them uh, yep. for nominees. In each of the categories. So then they stay, we chit chat and they send in nominees to me and we put them on the list and uh, we build a ballot. Uh, and then starting last week, the the Poppy's judges begin voting on that ballot. Um, that ballot's the same one I use for my readers for the people's picks, which is kind of cool because then even though the people's picks obviously is a much larger uh, voting pool, mm-hmm. um, it's always interesting to see how that compares, you know. What my picks to what the people's picks to what the poppies judges pick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. I think it's also really good. I, I always do a comparison article that covers all three. Surely this must be good for companies to look at as well to get gauge little ideas and interests and things like that as well. Although, yeah. Although I guess there's no real. Well, and they like the awards. I mean, you know, we've had we've had companies show the awards off at things like Toy Fair, and and um, I know that companies like Sideshow and Hot Toys display them in their uh, at the company. And well, I know. So, yeah. I know Mez is chomping at the bit for uh, a poppy, so let's see if he gets one. He might. Yeah. If he's nice. If he's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Okay, so we're after the... So, these are the, what I'm looking at now here on screen is the people's picks. Should I be looking at that one? Is that the doesn't one? matter. The ballot's the same. The ballot is the same. So, all right. So, we got the 2016 poppies. So, basically, uh, right at the bat there, we got, uh, we got Best Company. And the nominations for Best Company are 3A DC Collectibles, Gentle Giant, Kota Pakuya, Mezco, Sideshow, Asmus, Diamond Select, Hasbro, Lego, NECA, NECA, uh, Star Ace, Bandai, forward slash Bandai Japan, Four Horsemen, Hot Toys, Mattel, O'Neill Design, 3-0, Biff Bang Pow, Biff Bang Pow even, Funko, Jax, McFarlane, Playmates, and Weta. So there are your company nominations. Yep, and there's plenty more companies than that. Uh, we also could probably cut it down a little, but we like to try to get the whole industry covered, right? Mm-hmm. Everything from Lego to, you know, Biff Bang Pow, so well, you're not I'm, leaving anybody out. You know, well, the thing is, McFarlane definitely deserve props for their um, their innovation, I think, especially on their, on their um, Lego-y, painted Lego-y type of things. that they're Yeah, doing and things. you know, 2016 is kind of a comeback year of sorts for them. Yeah, At I least mean, it, that's what they're trying with those new red, uh, red dot or color dot line, you know, that kind of covers everything from the, you know, the larger Walking Dead figures they're doing now to some of the video game figures ah, they're doing right. uh, in, that, in that line. So I think they're, you know, they're trying to take a shot back into seven-inch action figures, so we'll see how successful they are. Yeah, well, I, I wish them all the best, because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, McFarlane's the granddaddy of the modern collector. You know, I, I, he's a dude I'd love to meet. I know, he's, I know he's a bit of a wacko and a bit eccentric and all this, but I, to me, he's the real deal. To me, he's a yep. real creative... You can just feel the geekiness and excitement. He just has to get it out there. He's like an, a creative, you know, Tasmanian devil. You know, well, really he like, altered the industry, that's for sure. Absolutely. And, you know, he, he was making figures for us grown-ups and stuff like that as well. And I, I was a big, um, you know, I still have my couple of Spawn figures and things like that. So I still, still have a few. All right, so should I cast my vote then or should I make this, pri- uh, should I keep it private? Because I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, I, I don't mind uh, sharing my votes with people online because then it makes it an interesting yeah. thing. 
It doesn't matter to me. It's up to you. It doesn't matter to me. Well, because everybody's going to know after, you know, in another after I will probably close the voting here next Wednesday. Hmm. And I'll be real surprised if you've got this uh, wrapped up by then. So um, by the time people hear this, the voting's probably going to be closed anyway. Okay, cool. All right, cool. And, I'm, and once they close the voting, you know, I do my list, so everybody will know what my votes are. All right, cool. Well, I might as well cast my votes, and I'm the best company of all of them. I mean, I just think, uh, see, it's, it's very hard for people to not, not accuse me of being biased here, but, I, you know, I do think, hands down, it has to be Mezco this year, because I just think they're just banging out the product. They're banging out high-end action figures for a good price that are well-articulated and an amazing quality control. And I just think, you know, Hot Toys would, would normally get it for me. Um, I feel Mattel have slightly dropped the ball this year, but they kind of re- regained a little bit, bit of cred, in my opinion, with their Thundercats line. I mean, those Mattel mm-hmm. Thundercats, beautiful. They reminded me of the very first few of the Master Universe classics that came out, the, 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 the first few waves, like the, your Teela's and your, your right. Triclopses and all those. I think the Thundercats figures, especially Lino and Mumra, and the wild, the mm-hmm. kittens. I thought they were superb. Beautiful paint apps, lovely matte colors, absolutely lovely. So Mattel might have gotten a bit of a shout in there. Also, as well, I've, I, I deserve an honorable mention there is the Four Horsemen, because I think their Mythic Legion line is, is nothing short of awesome. I think, to me, the new Mythic Legion is the new Master Universe toy line. And uh, people seem to be lapping them up. The prices of them seem to be going through the roof now. The f- figures are selling out like crazy. But what's great about these figures is you can take out all the parts and kind of put them all together again. Within reason. Not the, not the shoulder joints, but like legs and forearms and armor bits and all this stuff. You can change them up. But they really have... It, they're kind of like... Master Universe meets Warcraft. They're kind of like, right. but they're more grounded in reality. You know, they're, they're wearing very specific armor. There is a Knights Templar mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. But there's Minotaurs and Orcs and Skeleton Warriors. and They're absolutely superb figures. Absolutely superb figures. But they're not, they, they're innovative in that you can swap out the parts, but that's not a new thing. So I do think, I just think Mezco making one twelfth, and basically and essentially inventing a new line of, figures that are not you know not the thing in, they're not this they're not 1-6 they're not to me Mezco win because I just think they're kind of slightly revolutionary in the industry because they're putting out figures that give you that high end feel but are still playable and uh, you know in my opinion match the craftsmanship of Hot Toys to some degree to be perfectly honest at that size especially when you get Captain America with magnets on his back and his forearm on a 12 uh, the one the one twelve figure and you don't get that in a bloody Hot Toy so there you go so that, 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 that's my vote. Mezco gets my vote. I'm going to click Mezco right now. Click. There you go. So, best overall line, high end, Mike. Do you want to give out these nominations? Um, yeah, well, we've got the uh, the 1966 Batman statues from Tweeterhead. Okay. Uh, the Batman black and white statues from DC Collectibles. The yeah. Batman versus Superman line from Hot Toys. Yeah. Uh, the DC Bombshells, also from DC Collectibles, mm-hmm. the line of statues. Um, DC Comics, the work that Kota Bakia has been doing in the DC Comics line. Uh, Big Chief Studios work on the Doctor Who line. They had yep. several releases this year. Yep. Three Zeros Game of Thrones, they had a couple of releases yep. this year as well. Uh, Gang's Kingdom by Damn Toys, a very popular kind of unusual. Oh, yes, like with the Jason Statham and Danny Trejo type figures. That's a Danny Trejo type figure, isn't it? Sort of a very stylized line. Stylized Danny Trejo. Um, The Harry Potter line from Star Ace. uh, The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings stuff from Weta. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings stuff from Asmus. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the Marvel stuff gets lumped into one line from Hot Toys because you know Hot Toys does well. This is Avengers and this is yep. Civil War and this is but we lumped them all into one. Um, the uh, artifacts Marvel statues from Kota Bakia, which were really nice this year. Yeah. Uh, Masters of the Universe, the statues from Pop Culture. Woo! Some I really had nice had those. Yep. Uh, 
of course, the 112 Collective from Mezco, what you were just talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. The QMX is Star Trek figures, which uh, we've only gotten two so far, but we the third is right around the corner. Good entries, good first Coy. entries from QMX there. And uh, Star Wars from Hot Toys, which was very, you know, they covered uh, quite a few movies in one year this yeah, year. Yeah, they did. Um, and uh, the Star Wars movie realization figures, which uh, are pretty unique. And again, talk about stylized. Pretty unique take on the Star Wars universe yeah, from yeah. Uh, Bandai. Um, and then uh, Street Fighter, again, pop culture shock. Yeah. Uh, the quarter scale statues they were doing there and some of the life size busts. And uh, the TMNT Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from Mondo, they did a number of different things this year. Yeah. So those are the nominees in best overall line high end. Mm. And we call it high end. You know, when we first started the poppies 10 years ago, we just had like a best overall line. Yeah. And it was kind of rough because, you know, some poor $20 mass market toy was competing up against something, you know, that Hot Toys was doing. Uh, and and it was a little hard for them to compete. So we split it into what we called high end and low end. Mm. And, and it's kind of like art. You know, you know it when you see it. We don't really set a this is an exact cutoff price point or something, right? I mean, it's generally around 75 or a hundred bucks, yeah. uh, you know, in people's minds, but it still is very much a, you know, it when you see it. Okay. So I mean, did you, uh, can we talk about your votes on this one? Sure. My vote on this one is going to be the 112 collective from Mezco. So yeah. Well, so what was your, what was your, vote? They were. what was your vote then for <laughs> best company? Um, well, see, best company is interesting. I would have it, it's it's a three way battle for me between DC Collectibles because of their animated Batman stuff. Yes, agreed. Uh, they've yeah, reinvigorated yeah. one of my favorite properties, yeah. and they've done it in a great scale. With you know, they had the Batwing come out this year, um, and you know, it's just an amazing vehicle. So they've done, a, and they've had a lot of figures. They've they've done a really good job of yep. producing a nice a quantity of figures in that line. Uh, I also am really happy. Um, you, you already mentioned the Four Horsemen, uh, but I wanted to also mention um, who was it? Oh, for God's sakes! Who was it? Somebody else on the list that I was really happy with. Well, Hot Toys is always way up there, but for me, it was oh, you know, the winner was Mezco. You know, Mezco has done uh, between Daredevil and Captain America and uh, Judge Dredd and and uh, the Lawmaster. They they've done a real oh, Frankenstein which yes. you know is close to my heart in the Universal Monsters so they've done a really good job with the 112 collectible line and like you were saying they kind of have breaking broken breaking broken new ground yeah so for the same reason the 112 collective gets it for me they've they had a good quantity right it's not like they only put one or two figures out they yep. put a good quantity yeah, of figures out last year look at all the track right I mean, we didn't even mention the track between between in one year you got Spock um, Sulu and Kirk, um, along with all that Marvel stuff we were talking about. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they put out a good quantity. The quality was there across the board. Uh, you know, there was never a paint job I looked at and said, oh, what happened here? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. No, so. I, everything's quite immaculate with them. I think Boss Fight should have had an honorable mention in there, though, but I know they're really, you know, they're a very specialist company. Boss Fight, who are like contract vendors for Hasbro, but they brought up their own little uh, line of figures called um, Vitru- mm-hmm. Vitruvian Hacks. And again, they're along the same sort of model as uh, the Four Horsemen, although it does predate the Four Horsemen. Uh, but they're, they're thinking more like G.I. Joe, Star Wars type figures. But again, with interchangeable parts and very finely made. I mean, they are beautifully sculpted. Yeah, they're in the best miscellaneous category this year. Okay, good. All right, well, we'll get down to those. Yeah. So, best company you give in Mezco. Best overall line you're going to give to Mezco as well? Yeah, the 112 Collective. Okay. What about you? Best overall line. I tell you what, I'm leaning... 
mean, I love my Master of the Universe pop culture shock statues, but I, I, I don't want to be biased twice <laughs> because I work with pop culture <laughs> shock as well. Um, but you know what? Master of the Universe pop culture shock is a deserved mention because they are fantastic looking statues. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, was, it was a close one between Master of the Universe pop culture shock and Star Wars hot toys. Because I just mm-hmm. think the Star Wars Hot Toys have been fast, absolutely fantastic this year. Stormtroopers are amazing. Vader's amazing. Ray's amazing. Finn's good, except he's too tall. Well, don't forget Chewbacca. And Chewbacca, you know. So, oh, I don't know. I'm leaning more in Star Wars just because Chewbacca was so good. Chewbacca. I think I'm going to have to... Oh, God. I hope Jerry doesn't kill me. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be is, fine. Is Jerry mentioned later on down the line? Is, is Pop Culture Shock mentioned? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he's going to get mentioned. All you right, don't have to worry you know, about because, it. All right, all right, it's fine. All right, so Star Wars gets my vote for overall best overall line high end, uh, which takes us then to quickly, quickly best overall low end. And for those nominations, we got Acid Rain, Ori Toys, Aliens, NECA, Batman Animated, DC Collectibles, Dark Crystal from Reaction, Funko, DC Icons, Collectibles, DC Multiverse from Mattel, DC Superhero Girls, Mattel, Woohoo! You'll find out in San Diego Comic Con while I'm doing Woohoo! Uh, Five Nights at the Freddy, Freddy's Funko, okay. Ghostbusters Diamond Select Toys, Glyas O'Neill Design, Elem- la- 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 I am elemental. I am oh, elemental. I haven't even heard of that. That's that's a tongue. That's a tongue tire. Cool line where there's it's a it's all female based and it's really a cool line. I am elemental. I haven't even seen that. Would I like it? Uh, I don't know if you'd like it, but it's a cool line. It's good for girls. It's it's sort of like the superhero girls in the sense that it's oh, line design for. Oh, I think for I know those girls. Girl superheroes. Well, I work with Mattel and the DC superheroes. But it's all based on the elements and. Okay. Well, you know I work with Mattel and the DC superhero line, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. That's news. Oh, there you go. So, elemental. Uh, uh, I'm just punching in. Elemental. Oh my God! They're like action figures. Yeah, of course. Oh my goodness. And they're based on you know like the elements, and then they talk about the wizard. I, and dude, the I've never the seen the these. I have level. never, ever, ever seen these. This is a company I should be kind of sending my stuff to, man. This is mm-hmm. this, this is my jam. They're a little bit basic looking. They're interesting, though. What's the what's the deal with those then? Uh, well, I don't know a whole ton about them. I'm not. I, I somebody, one of the other judges, had brought them up. Um, I had never heard of them either until the judge brought them up. Very stylized. Very kind of stylized. Very interesting, though. Looks like they're very interesting. Okay, so well, just for folks, we're called. They're called. I am elemental. I am elemental. All one word, no hyphenations, no possibilities, no nothing. And the next one was Marauder Task Force, Marvel Legends Hasbro, Marvel Select uh, Diamond Select Toys, Masters of the Universe Classics, Muppet Select Toys, Pop Funko, Retro Figures NECA, Star Wars Black Series from Hasbro, Star Wars 4 Inch Series from Hasbro, TMNT Playmates, Transformers Titans Return from Hasbro, World of Nintendo Jacks, The Worst from Super 7, WWE Mattel. So out of those, which one, which one, which ones would be getting your vote in that one, and why? Well, this is a really tough one. I've got three in here that are really uh, neck and neck. Yeah. Um. Uh. The and one that's a decent honorable mention. I'll mention them first. Uh, you know, I am not a fan of the reaction action figures from Fun. No, am I? Neither am I. I think yeah, they're a complete and, uh, waste of time. There's like zero interest for me in any of them until I saw the work they were doing with Dark Crystal. Oh, okay. They look. They actually look like they look great. They they just did a fantastic job with them. They're not as um, uniform and blocky as the others. Um, 
they're, they don't even really, you can even look at them and say, you know, they're not really like the others. They're very unique. Uh, and it's so, so I guess an honorable mention for me. Um, the DC icons, um, the DC collectibles have been doing this year. Is, is, got some, the Joker was great. Oh. Harley was great. The new Batgirl that came out late in the year. Oh, she was awesome. Was, I love that Batgirl. Yeah. yeah, she was great. Yeah, just the whole line this year, that's been another really good DC-based line for the comic book side of the world. So yeah. that gets a, you know, that was up there on my list. Um, I already talked again about uh, the Bat- Batman animated, mm. and, and I haven't quite decided. I haven't voted yet. And so between the Batman animated, which, as I said, did a fantastic job this year and the marvel legends which i think you know not every year are they fantastic but this year quantity i mean we just got what five six seven waves it was like ridiculous number of waves we got um much better quality they improved the plastic it was less floppy it was less soft they greatly improved the paint um, over what we had seen in the past couple of previous couple of years, mm-hmm. um, and and I thought they were really finally hitting on all cylinders with that line. I mean, uh, character selection was good. I, I just thought they did a really nice job. So for me, right now, I haven't quite decided: is it Marvel Legends or is it Batman Animated mm-hmm. from DC Collectibles? It's kind of a, a toss up. Well, I'll have to. I mean, we we don't have Thundercats in there, mind you. They barely, they barely, or barely even. Barely even. Yeah, we talked about it, but it was like there was only, you know, four or five. Figures and, yeah, yeah it, it's hard to make a decision when you don't have that. I huge. thought the Ghostbusters Diamond Select toys were rubbish. Did not like them I do at love all. The, the playset, though. Oh, oh yeah, the, the diorama type thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was, yeah, that was cool, but I just, I just thought they were ugly figures to me. I just preferred the Mattel sculpts. They just felt more action figure-y, and I just... There are more Another sho- line that I really liked. Yeah, but, um, but they took the mix is that one. acid rain, which is a line that I don't think a lot of people are paying attention acid to. Acid rain Ori toys. Right, so I'm gonna have a look at that. Yeah. Acid rain's that kind of um, steampunky military four-inch line. Oh, well, God, uh, I haven't even seen it, these. Holy crikey! Yeah, you've seen them because you've looked at Comic Con coverage, right? But it's usually Comic Con. Uh, usually, Toynami has a whole big display of them. Um, in half, you know, like a third of their booth wow, last like, couple of years. Wow, these are these, and they're really cool. They're wicked cool. I mean, I'm not into, into military figures on a whole, uh, but they're sort of futuristic or so. Yeah, I like that. It's, you know what? I've they have met sort these of a guys. Steampunk feel to them with the vehicles and the the, the walkers and. Why does his armor and boots look and articulation look very familiar? I swear to God, I've met these guys. I met them in, in the Southampton He-Man He-Man convention where they were what what Boss Fight Studios, and I could have sworn I could have sworn it's just I really recognize looking at action figures. One of these you know uh, open source act or one of these companies that releases action figures just for the sake of it, like um like uh, the Fush did with their Ninja line, you know, for instance, one of the, one of those kind of things. But uh, very cool. These are these are these are very interesting. They're very um they're like three A if three A did little figures. Yeah, there you go. That's a good example. There's a, there's a little they bit do remind you. Le- of less stuff. stylization, less in in yep. my opinion, in brackets, annoying stylization. Because I actually don't. I just over stylized stuff just annoys me. Uh, that's just personal preference. So out of this, I <coughs> am actually going to go with. Hmm. Uh, I actually, I'm actually going to go for the um, the DC Icon series. On that one. Now I want to point out that the Mythic Legends are not on the ballot, and that's your fault. That's my fault. It's too late to put them on there, is it? Yes. <laughs> right, so I would have put Mythic Legends on there. That was my. You know, I've been really busy over the last weeks. Um, yeah, it's, so it's my fault. If this, if Mythic Legends was on here, if the Four Horsemen are indeed listening, I don't know if they listen or not. Um, 
I would have gone for that. But as it stands, I think I'm going to go for the DC icons. Yeah, like, somehow like, we forgot them. All 150 of us forgot them. Yeah, yeah, see, there you go. I mean, they are operating on a bit of, under a bit of a radar and stuff. Like that. I think it's you know, it's only us Uber geeks that, you know, Uber He-Man geeks as, as well that um, kind of kind of were, were aware. Because, but what's great about them is they did their Kickstarter and they went way above their Kickstarter. So you know what they did? They just plowed all that money back into doing banners, extra weapons, everything. My God. It's like, it's like, it's, it's, it's just, they're essentially printing money with these figures. People are loving mm-hmm. the men. And the resale value on these figures, oh my goodness, you can't get any one though for less than 60 bucks. Any of them. Even like the army builders yeah. and stuff. Of which there's lots of, because they had a barbarian army builder and thinking, and I was like, but there you go, you should check that out. Okay, the Eddie Wires Award for Outstanding Paint. Eddie Wires? Who's Eddie Wires? Should I know Eddie Wires? Yes, you should. Well, I don't know that you would. Um, he, uh, Eddie was a, uh, uh, an amazing uh, painter who worked in uh, prototype work in the action figure market. Uh, he was, uh, you know, the main guy on uh, things like the Muppets line from Palisades. Oh, they're um, brilliant! Yeah, he did all the paint masters for that line, um, and and he he's, he worked on many many action figure lines. Uh, about uh, seems like it's, it's been about five or six years now. He passed away suddenly and quite unexpectedly, oh, uh, and a lot of us oh, knew dear. him personally. Okay. It was a it was a huge shock. So uh, the judges uh, created this uh, category in honor of Eddie, um, looking at, and the idea is we're looking for uh, particular collectibles that are, that the paint makes the difference, right? Where, where, you know, it's a nice collectible, but boy, it's because the paint job is just, just so amazing Mm. and so outstanding that it takes it to the next level. Uh, Well, you can think of things like when Hot Toys does something like, you know, I mean, although rain looked great, but... But if it wasn't for that amazing paint job, which we hadn't quite seen anything quite like that in production from anybody before, uh, you know, it would have you could ruin the sculpt if it wasn't a better paint job. But it was an amazing, amazing paint application. You'll see it sometimes with statues. Like I think a great example on this year's list um, is that uh, Minas Tirith statue from from Weta, oh, which yeah. is a. Uh, you know, because of the paint, it brings out the sculpt detail so well. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, that that sort of thing, right? Where it's where it's uh, the paint actually makes takes the collectible to the next level. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean that 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 can happen sometimes. Often, the paint can often kill a figure as well. Filmation's evil Lynn. Oh, it does it. that really well. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, my <laughs> I God. think that happens a lot. Yeah. It, it, I think it particularly happens with some, obviously, some of the, some of the lower end figures because you can see these, you know, especially with smaller ones. And I mean, I thought some of the Black Series stuff this year was a little bit like, whoa, ee, God. I mean, because I got the first few Black Series figures and I thought they were through the roof. I got the Luke and the Sand Trooper and I got the R2 and, so, and I thought, my God, look at the paint applications in this. And the little R2 was amazing with all those little gubbins that you came with them. But then as the kind of line went on, I just, I saw saw the quality just dipping a little bit and kind of going up and down. I, I just, I just caught, thought it was quite a mixed bag kind of a thing. Cause, yeah, and I'll give you an example in this, this year's uh, nominees here. Uh, Spock from the 112 Collective. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that as a six-inch figure, the paintwork on that, that release from last, you know, what it was, February, March, um, is just amazing. The, 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 the clean look of the eyes, the perfect hairline. Yeah. You know the subtle skin tone. I mean, it's just you don't normally see, you wouldn't see anything like that normally in a six-inch figure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, you know, they could have gone with just a normal paint job, but that kind of what you would expect to see in a six-scale figure at that six-inch at that one-twelfth line uh, is what set it apart. 
Right. So, in your opinion, then, from the Eddie Wires Award for Outstanding Paint, what we will do? Oh, man, this is going to be a tough one for me this year. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Mr. Spock was great. Yeah. Um, I think the Batgirl, 1966 uh, Batgirl statue from Tweeterhead is amazing. Yeah. Um, I also really, really like the first turtle that, that Mondo did. It's a simple vinyl, designer vinyl figure. Um, it's done in black and white, like it, like the cartoon. Oh, like yes, yes. Book. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. it was also, the reason it's called the first turtle is it's based on the design from the, the napkin. Yeah, the napkin right? that they drew at the, the, the cat. But, but, you know, sometimes simple is not, something that's simple isn't necessarily easy. No. Nope. Um, it can be very, as you know, from as being an, an artist, you, re, you know how somebody can do something very simple, but getting it right is, can be very, very difficult. Absolutely. And I think they did that with the first turtle. Especially but, with... No, I was just saying, especially, I was just going to say, especially with kind of concept stuff as well, you know? Yeah. You know, especially... So, like the, but, like, but you know what? I'm really leaning towards Grishnek from Asmus. The sculpt, the, the oh, paint yes, job on the head yeah. with the teeth and the mouth and the veins and the head and the modeling, you know, the skin color is really good. You know, I think he's their best figure they've done, and and he's just really, and it's because of the paint job on yeah. that face. I just think it's amazing. So I think he's probably going to win. You know, it's still a battle in my brain, but right. Okay, that's cool. Okay, well, on this one, on the awards one, hmm. Ah, uh, I'm going to go with Tweeterhead on this one. I'm going to go with Batgirl Tweeter. Yeah, they did a nice job on that Batgirl. So I'm going to go with that, and so Twitter here gets my vote on that one. So we're on to the best male figure, 18-inch and up. Okay, so do you want to give out the nominations for this one, Mike? Yeah, let's see. we got the Arkham Knight Batman from NECA. Now, let's be honest. This is uh, a category that NECA has dominated. It's an interesting category because if you go back, you know, to the very – 2007 was the first poppies, and uh, the category existed then. And then – in like 2009 or 10, we ended up dropping the category because there were so few figures in the scale. You know, back in seven and eight and nine, you had you had NECA doing some, and you had McFarland doing some, yep, and you had yep, Mezco yep. doing some. You had you know you had a number of companies, and then all of a sudden it all dried up. And like in 10, 11, 12, nobody was doing any. Mm-hmm. And then about three, four years ago, it really started to boom again. Hot Toys got into this scale, Enterbay got into this scale. NECA kept cranking them out. Mesco still, you know, started doing them again. So, but NECA really does dominate in this scale. I mean, they've yeah, they do, they do, they do. I mean, I, 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 I genuinely, I think NECA are incredibly hit and miss, man. I've seen some figures from them, just like really. You, what, what was your head sculpt? Was he was he just really stoned when he sculpted that? What 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 what's going on there with that Batman, uh, uh, that Ben Affleck Batman, that quarter scale mm-hmm. one? I was like, no. And then I saw a Thor that they did, a big giant Dark World Thor that did, and I was like, no, at this scale, this should be right. way better than this. And it just well, paint I, always needs to be good at this scale. It's, it's, it was it. I I I thought the paint was okay in some of them, but I also just thought the the sculpting was a little lazy in parts. I was just like, that doesn't look like the. It's just at this scale, you should be either. It just wasn't there for me. I, I, I honestly, in my opinion, I actually do not rate NECA. I've, ne- I've, I've never. I've always had a slightly unofficial relationship with NECA, and I do love that they've kind of taken over a lot of the great licenses like Aliens. And I do know that they are producing some nice figures, but I've never liked their plastic, and there's just something a little rough around the edges about these figures. I will get flamed, I'm sure, for this. 
and I probably will never get Yeah, it. considering the quality of the last three or four that they put out towards the end of the year. Well, well, well I will get flamed. But that's okay. That's okay. Well, I mean, but come on, you saw the Ben Affleck quarter-scale Batman. Welcome to my world. <laughs> but but you saw the Ben Affleck quarter-scale Batman. That, that wasn't great at all. Yeah. I mean, I just thought that was He's great. on here. Somebody liked him. Yeah, somebody did like him. Yeah, so well, they put the Arkham one so, down there. So we've got the Arkham Knight. We've got the Batman Begins Batman, yeah. NECA. You've yeah. got the Batman. Now, the colossal Batman from Mattel. Did you guys get that over there? He's, like, huge. He's, like, four, four feet tall. He's done in the blue and gray. And he's got this light-up chest that projects the bat symbol, like, no, on the wall. No, I didn't see that at all. We've got those. those cool. He's a really cool boy. Oh, yeah, I okay. mean, <laughs> if I was 10, I'd want one. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, the Batman versus Superman from NECA. Now, another one that's, that just came out towards the other end of the year, Donatello. Uh, hey. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from NECA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Deadpool came out at the end of the year from NECA. Yeah. The MK45, the Mark 45 Iron Man from Hot Toys. That's the die-cast one. Uh, it's really the only one I think any Hot Toys did this year. Um, in quarter scale, I don't think there was another one they released, and I don't think Enerbay did any. I remember uh, them having any this year. The Mark Forty. That's the one I have. The, no, I've got the Mark Forty Three. Yeah. yeah, the Mark Forty Three was last year. That's oh, when was they did it? Fad in the Mark Forty Three. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Sorry. This okay, year was yes. the Mark Forty Five. I All think right. the Mark Forty Five was the only one they released. Yeah, Jeff's got that one. Jeff's got that one. He loves. Yeah. He loves it. So. Uh, the Jungle Hunter Predator, which was early in the year, that's NECA. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Uh, Jacks were doing those big figs, and I think uh, judges liked the one. The one they liked the best was the K2SO. Um, it's just kind of a cool robot design, especially when you blow it up that big. Oh yes, of um, course. Yeah. And then of course Tigra from the Thundercats. Uh, Mezco has, has released a few of their Thundercats this year again in the big scale, yeah. mega scale they call it. May as well. Licenses going if they still have them and stuff like that. I got I got their big glow the dark Mumra one year. It's a great figure, lovely figure. Yep. Um. So which one of these are you going to get your vote? Do you think? Oh, this one's easy for me. Now, I know that people love the Donatello. As a matter of fact, when the, this is the comic-based Donatello that NECA is doing, I get, I get friends who are some of the judges and then other people who I know that just adore these. They're looking forward. They like this much better than the Mondo yeah. uh, 12-inch figures that are being done. Um, I haven't personally seen one in hand. I've seen them in pictures, but I haven't seen one in hand, so you know, I can only appreciate it through the fact that other people love it. Um, I also know that the MK45, you know, I have seen that at Comic-Con. And, of course, as you would expect, it's beautiful, right? I mean, it's – but, you know, i got to tell you, across the board, I'm kind of Iron Maned out. Um, yep. I, I have harder and harder time getting excited about the next Iron Man release. So, for me, it's hands down, easy win, Deadpool from NECA. It is a fantastic figure. It is loaded with accessories. The articulation is is much better than we usually get in quarter scale figures. It all works well. It's a it's a heavy, solid. You could you could kill a dog with this. this <laughs> I can this, kill a dog. It's a great figure. This, the texture, the outfit, the costume, the paint. It's it's paint. Remember when we were talking about the Hot Toys costume? Yep. How it's a little dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did that here. They get that little slightly dirty look to the costume. Just a, it's a great figure. I reviewed it a few weeks ago. And uh, okay, well, great well, figure. Well, I'm, I'm a bit undecided on this one. I actually really, I actually really, when I think when Hot Toys is a quarter scale, I think they really get to flex their muscles in terms of sculpting, engineering, what bits you can flip up, what bits you can put down, little reveals and stuff like that. So, based purely on that, I'm going to go and give Hot Toys my, uh, 
my uh, thingy there because I just think when they do go big, you can really see that their their skill is really at play because their head, their sculpt, face sculpt likenesses are through the roof. Not not that this one comes with a face sculpt, of course, but when they do go big, and I actually really like the shape of that particular Iron Man. I thought that was the most unique Iron mm -hmm. Man we had gotten since the very first Iron Man. Uh, except for the Mark One, of course. But you know, I, I just thought that Iron Man was organic. It was a kind of the Ferrari of the Iron Man's, and I just appreciated the design more. And I think when Hot Toys lives up to the scale, I, they can do no wrong. So Hot Toys gets my vote for best male figure of 18 inches and up. Okay, up next we got best male figure of 12 to 17 inches. So we got Adam Scott, Universal Soldier, Damn Toys Blitzway, Ant-Man, Hot Toys. Adam Scott, that's the... what? That's the... What the... Yeah, the was Adam Scott Universal Bitsways? Oh, I don't. Are you mean actor-wise? Adam Scott. Who's Adam Scott Universal Soldier? I thought it was just Dolph Lundgren and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the character. Oh. So it's Adam Scott and Luke Devereaux are the characters. Uh, Adam Scott is the Dolph Lundgren one then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, because they don't put the actor's name on them. All right, cool, cool, cool. Oh, of course, okay. It's like oh, yeah. Tony Stark. They don't say. <laughs> Robert Downey hey, Jr. Robert Downey of, course, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Ant-Man, Hot Toys. Batman v BVS Hot Toys, Captain Kirk Quantum Mechanics, Darth Maul Sideshow, Darth Vader Star Wars Elite Disney, Deadpool from Hot Toys, Dumbledore from Star Race, Fallout T45 Armor from 3.0, Gary Lockwood 2001 Executive Repolis, Grishnakach, Grishnach from uh, Lord of the Rings from Asmus, Hulk Hogan from Storm Collectibles, I never got the Hulk Hogan, I wanted to get that Hulk Hogan, Cayman Cayman, Dory Dory, Dory Hedero from 3-0. That's going to be one of those weird ones, isn't it? Ken, yeah. Ken, uh, Ken as the original series Spock from Mattel. Okay, I didn't even see that. Leonardo, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 3-0. Luke Devereaux, Universal Soldier from Dan Toys Blitzways. Mouth of Sauron, Lord of the Rings, Asmus. Oh, I missed him. Uh, Sauron, Lord of the Rings from Asmus. Stan Lee from Hot Toys. Tyler Durden Blitzway. And Victor Underworld. Victor from... from uh, <coughs> pardon me. Victor Underworld from Star Race. Uh, okay, so there you go, Mike. What do you think? Excuse me. Uh, well, you know, again, um, there are three of them on here that are that are that are making it tough for me. One of them is uh, going to be kind of out of left field. The the Fallout T forty five armor from Three Zero is amazing. It's just uh, it, you have to have it in hand to appreciate how cool. Sort of like how cool it was when we first got the Iron Man armor that was so articulated from Hot Toys. Yeah. Uh, when in the past we were so used to the fact that you couldn't. Yeah. It would anybody who made it just assumed they couldn't make a very articulated figure, and then Hot Toys came along and mm. engineered such an amazing design. That's sort of like this, the Fallout armor. It's just it, it pops on and it pops off, and there's a figure underneath, and it's got this this. Uh, um, skeleton underneath that holds all the armor and there's magnets and and pegs and it just it's a, the paint job is beautiful the worn damaged paint job it's really an amazing figure so it's high on my list um deadpool from hot toys is also very high on my list uh we just reviewed that last week uh i believe in our in our hot toys cast yes we did um which is released but, today <laughs> yeah it's got to be released here pretty soon right how are you yeah. doing on the editing oh no it's done it's up it's up it's up it's up Oh, it's already up. Yeah, it's you up. Got went, all it, my, went up. You got all my cursing edited out? Uh, no, you only had one S bomb, and that was fine. <laughs> S is fine. We can get rid of. We can get away with one S. As long as there's no F bombs, we're fine because we know we play in kids' stores go. and stuff. I'm so, looking at the, uh, just to interrupt you. I'm, he's, uh, he's up high on my list. I mean, he's a beautiful figure. He's one of my he, of the hot toys releases. 
Uh, he's easily my favorite of the year. He's he's my favorite hot toy. Is he? And I, right. and I really like Stan Lee, and I really like Ant-Man. And I mean, there's some others I really like, too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you love the Stan Lee, didn't you? I remember that. Oh, yeah. Stan Lee's great because he's not a normal. Yeah. The other thing I love about Stan Lee, and he's on here because I asked the judges. You know, we could I, you can't have too many from the same company. If you put, you know, if we had 20 nominees and 12 of them were hot toys, it reduces the chance of any of those hot toys figures winning because they, they cannibalize each other. Right? If I'm a Marvel fan and you put three Marvel figures on there, you just split up the vote between three Marvel figures, and I got one Star Trek figure. You know, all the Star Trek fans vote for that, and the Marvel fans all got split up over three different things. So you, you know, it's like that way with Hot Toys. You don't want too many Hot Toys figures in the one thing. You want their best. So we had that conversation. What's what's the three or four best Hot Toys <clears throat> that came out last year? And so, you know, pretty much everybody was in agreement on the Batman, the, the Batman versus Superman, the Deadpool, and the Ant-Man. Everybody was, you know, they were really high on those. The The fourth one was tricky. There was a lot of different conversation around potential who the fourth one should be. And sort of Stan Lee won out because he's unique. Yep. You know, he's a really good figure, a fantastic head sculpt. And he's not just another, you know, he's not another Iron Man. He's not another Star Wars figure. He's something really unusual. So anyway, uh, but my winner is Captain Kirk from Quantum Mechanics. Really? Uh, for the first time, ah. I got a Captain Kirk that is a great-looking Captain Kirk, and you know, and a license that I adore. Um, and it, it, yeah, it just bodes well for the whole line. So I, I'm just thrilled with the Star Trek line from them. Well, I would be, I would actually be, you know, I, I, I would definitely not argue with that. I really like the QMX Spock and Kirk, to be honest. I think they're they're, they're really nice. And I, I think the Magnus just could be just a little bit more powerful, but I'm saying it's just one of those things, isn't it? Uh, kind of thing. Um, uh, I'm looking at your um, uh, the Fallout T4 armor, man. That is cool, isn't it? That is very, yeah, it is very, really cool. Very, it's a very cool. niche product. It's yep. sort of like the Blitzway stuff, and you know, it's sort of a niche product. So you're you're gonna get less. Uh, um, uh, a smaller number of people are really going to recognize it and know what it is. Mm. But man, it was, it was nice. I'm, I'm a little. I mean, so you're going to go, for, you're going to go for Deadpool. No, I'm going for Captain Kirk. Are you going, you're going for sorry, you're going for Captain Kirk. Hmm. I am leaning somewhere between Deadpool and Ant Man on this. Um, I like the BVS Batman a lot, but I do think he is a little bit hampered by lack of mobility. <laughs> Especially on the legs and stuff like that, because you can't really you want to you want to get Batman doing more kind of jumpy, flighty stance and stuff like, that, and you can't really do that with that. Um, I do think um, while I'm not a Harry Potter fan, I do think Dumbledore from Star Wars does deserve an honorable mention because I just think that was a really, really nicely tailored and well executed and sculpted figure. Um, Deadpool is near perfect, except for those little things with the wrists. But you are saying to me that your one doesn't have that issue, mind you. You haven't fully ex- played with him yet, have you? The, the part where because the cuffs go over the painted material on the forearms and therefore it rubs it away and stuff like that. That was um, that one. I haven't had any trouble with it, but it does seem like my wrists are and my cuffs are pushed out a little further. Right, you see, that's interesting. So I'm, I'm, I mean, this is purely purely based on pure taste and what I like. Ant-Man. But remember, I got my Deadpool real late. You said you get your Deadpool real late. Yeah, real late. I got long time to get my Deadpool. I actually really love my Ant Man figure. I actually Ant Man is actually one of my favorite Hot Toys in there. There's a something about that one figure. There's a something really nicely made about him. I think he's near on perfect, and I actually really like the face sculpt. So I'm actually going to go with Ant Man on this one. Deadpool would almost be there if it wasn't for those cuffs issues. 
Atman, in my opinion, has no issues, so that's why Atman gets it. Atman's getting my vote for best male figure from cool. 12, 12 to 17 inches. So we got best male figure 5 to 11 inches. Take this one away, Mike. Now these, I always love this category because you get a lot of really interesting variety. Yep. Of course, I always get the most complaining about this category too because you know there's never enough from companies like Figure Arts or Bandai, and uh, even though we have some in there, there's never enough usually for or that's not the right ones. That I always love that too. We did that in the 12 to 17 inch. Oh, why did you pick that one and not this one? And you know, there's always people who aren't going to get their favorites on the list. Sort of like the Academy Awards. Mm -hmm. um, but this is this is always a group that's very diverse. It's a really uh, unusual group of figures usually here. So it starts out with the uh, Batman versus uh, Superman Batman from and the 112 collection from Mezco, the regular yep. guy. Mm -hmm. uh, the armored Batman from DC Icons that DC Collectibles did. Oh, yeah. The uh, Captain America from Marvel Select that DST does. Uh, Deadpool from Marvel Legends. Like I said, there are a lot of Mar good Marvel Legends this year. Uh, Evil Seed from the filmation line of the Masters of the Universe classics. We, you know, we didn't have many Masters of the Universe figures in 2016. It's slowed way down from, yep. from the past. But uh, the filmation stuff's been pretty cool, and Evil Seed made it on here. Yep. Uh, Finn Balor from the WWE from Mattel. Okay. Iron Man, the MK43 from Comic Cave Studios. Okay. Uh, Iron Hide, one of the Transformers, this one from Takara. All right. Django Fett out of the Star Wars Black series. He was early in the year. Hey. Uh, the Joker that I mentioned from DC Icons. He's a really cool figure. Yep. Uh, Judge Dredd from 3A, as well as Judge Dredd from 112. And I've had a question about, I had somebody ask me, why is Judge Dredd on there? The first one came out last October in 2015. And I'm like, well, yeah, but there's been like four Judge Dreads. And the last one was the blue one that came out in may or whatever that was and so that's why he's on there there were multiple releases over into 2016 yeah um the cayman rider that's a figure arts figure from bandai uh canon Jarus, i think i'm saying that right star wars black uh liono thundercats liono from mattel that's where he pops so we also have the uh mp33 inferno another one of the transformers from takara that's oh, a masterpiece yeah. line oh nathan drake from neca uh rafael from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, this is the figure arts version. Again, figure arts got on here for a couple of spots. Um, Sand Trooper from Bandai. That's the Star Wars movie realization with his cool samurai-inspired sort of looking outfits. Um, Spock that we talked about earlier from the original series in the 112 line. Trapjaw, who is another one of the filmation releases from uh, Masters of the Universe Classics. Weird Al Yankovic out of NECA. That's, that's one of the 8-inch retro clothed figures that NECA did this year. Uh, and he's hilarious. Uh, Wolverine from Marvel Legends and Zombie Triple H out of uh, WWE. Let's have a look at the Zombie Triple H. I haven't seen the Zombie Triple H. All right. Oh, he's got a king's hat, hat and everything. Oh, actually, mm -hmm. zombie, zombie Triple H is actually pretty good. And you know what's funny is now I just saw on the pegs the other day, you know, last year was the Zombie WWE. This year it's mutations. So, like, they're doing monster-like mm. versions, like, with six arms and yeah, yeah, weird Brock, things. Brock Lesnar, like, Goro or something. Mm -hmm. Which is fine. Oh, you know, it's for the kids, man. It's for the kids. The kids will probably That's like right. that. Probably like that stuff. Um, so best male figure on this. Actually, to be honest, I, I, I couldn't get it off of the Lino from Mattel. I thought Lino from Mattel, so Lino from Mattel hands down gets my vote because I just think it's A, it's... It, that's not, no, no disrespect to Mattel, but they are a mass producer of figures and to see something this... so well presented. The box, the packaging on these is beautiful. Uh, the uh, the resealable boxes are great. 
uh, the amount of accessories you get with them is is really nice. You get extra hands and the paint apps and just the whole the whole way the figure sculpted the face and everything is 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 in, is in my opinion absolutely top top it's top marks for a kind of a almost on the shelf type of figure. So in in my opinion, Lino Lino gets it for for that one. What about you, Mike? Um, well, you know, I really like the Judge Dread from 3A. Yes. I think they did a fantastic job yes. with that figure. Yes. Um, I really, really like the uh, Batman vs. Superman from the 112 Collective. Super. Uh, the regular Batman. I yep. thought they did a beautiful job on that figure. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to give it to Mr. Spock, the original series 112. You love Mr. Spock, don't you? Every, you know, I, I just think he's he sort of set the tone at the beginning of the year for the 112 line, and they just kept it up throughout the year. They have the, they have their belly about the park with that. Okay, so Mr. Spockwood's best male figure. So best male figure under five inches. Nominate him there, Mike. Give us our nominations. Uh, well, we got the ancient Spike Saurian from the Battle Tribes. This is from the small company Spy Monkey, who do some great work. Uh, this Then we have Death Trooper out of Hasbro from Star Wars. Uh, Headless Horseman from Imagine Next. The uh, heavy-duty G.I. Joe. It's nice to see G.I. Joe get some stuff on the list because there's been so little in the last couple of years coming out of the 5-inch Joes. Um, Jen from the Dark Crystal line I mentioned earlier from Funko. Uh, King Leonidas. You mentioned these guys. This Vitruvian Hacks. Yay! Uh, we also have the Male Trooper, another line that's, that, that's called Marauder Task Force. It's similar in, in that way. It's a very cool military line. Uh, we have Mewtwo, who is, you have to see him to believe him. It's a variable action hero from Mega House. Quintero, which is out of the Colonial Marines from Aliens. Haya Toys did uh, those little four-inch, very military-style Colonial Marines from the Aliens movies. Next year, they're going to be doing a series of Aliens uh, as well to go with them. They did a power loader, too. It's pretty cool. Uh, Raiden from Mortal Kombat X. That, you know, Mezco uh, was doing the smaller figures as well. Robot Reaper from The Worst out of Super 7. Uh, Rue from Street Fighter. Kids Logic, which I love. They're little cute little figures with super a lot of articulation. Nobody else knows anything about them but me. Uh, Scott Tracy out of the Thunderbirds from Vivid Imagination. We just got that stuff this year in uh, the States. I think you guys had it over there earlier. Yeah. I think you might have started getting it in 2015. Yep. Uh, Statler out of the Muppets, one of my favorite Muppets, period. Uh, Steel from that Acid Rain line from Ori Toy that we talked about earlier. Stone Fist, another one of the Vitruvian hacks. Triton out of uh, Marvel Legends. And uh, Vector Jump, Knights of the Slice, which is another small company. And Yandu out of the Marvel Legends, the, uh, what did they call the Marvel Legends, the small line? They have a separate, uh, Infinity, right? Yeah, Marvel Infinity, yeah. Uh, from the Hasbro line. Okay. Right, so uh, that's some interesting ones there. I, the Mew, a variable action uh, from Mega House, the Mew 2 one, that's a, that's a crazy figure. I mean, I'm not familiar with the character. I'm sure that's a, that's a Pokemon character, right? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy, isn't it? Yeah, no, did you, I, well, what, what basically what it is, uh, ladies and gentlemen listening, if you want to look, uh, he's basically a kind of a, almost like a giant kangaroo type of creature <laughs> that uh, yeah. is crazily articulated and he does mad poses. But all the kind of figures from these, these Mega House people are crazy articulated, aren't they? And they got these, mm -hmm. and they they have lovely plastics to them as well. I noticed as well, all all these ones as well, they're nice. Um, but I'm going to be as 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 someone who has the Vitruvian hacks, King Leonidas, I'm going to give it to that because I just think creating figures at such a small scale that are this kind of articulation and the kind of figures that they are, I just think they're they're really tightly made and the the, the paint applications on them are lovely and I just think they're really nice nice figures to have. So King Leonidas Vitruvian Hacks uh, is, is the one I'm going to get for best male figure under 5 inches. 
And I'm going to agree with you on that one. Um, we're going to go. That's going to sweep the board for the two of us there. I'm going with King Leonidas as well. I think the Vitruvian hacks are really pretty cool. Um, and and uh, I really like it when I see companies doing unique stuff like that. Yeah, it is. It's really, really, really cool, man. You know, I, I, them and the boss fighting four horsemen, I just like that they're doing stuff that people are really kind of getting into. And they're, they're nice little niche, little markets. Or as you like to say, niche. 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 Niche, niche. niche. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Best female figure over 11 inches. And this is uh, the nominations are as follows Barbie, TOS Uhura, or the original Star Trek original series, Uhura from Mattel, yeah. Batgirl, 1966 from Tonner, Captain Phasma from Hot Toys, Harley Quinn, quarter scale from NECA, Hermione, casual outfit from Star, Star Ace, La Muerta, executive replicas, Princess Leia from Hot Toys. Uh, Ray Star Wars Elite Disney, Ray Force Awakens Hot Toys, Ray Resistant Outfit Hot Toys, Scarlet Witch from Hot Toys, Selena from Underworld from Star Race, uh, DC or uh, DC Superhero Girls, uh, Supergirl from Mattel, and Verda Lost in Space Executive Replicas. Hmm. So, what do you think you're going to go for there, Mike? What, what do you think deserves a mention there? Well, you know, um, I love Hermione, but she's the second release. But I do love that. It's one of my that head sculpt, I think, is one of the most amazing portraits we've ever seen for a female figure. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, while it's reused here, it is a new outfit. Uh, but I can't go that way. Um, I really um, was surprised. I had never really paid any attention to La Muerta from Executive Replicas. It's a really cool-looking figure, though, if you check it out. Uh, let me hold on. Let me, hold on. Let me check it um, out. So uh, it, it, was, it was different and unusual. Uh, of course, both versions of Ray from Hot Toys were, were pretty sweet. Uh, but I think I'm going to have to go with the Princess Leia from Hot Toys. You know, uh, just uh, it's a classic look. It, she's certainly while I while I had some complaints about she's got a little bit of a blank stare. Um, you know, which is tends to plague toys. Period. Figures. Period. Across the board. Yeah. Um, I have to say that she is certainly the best version we've ever got of that character, and um, um, in you know, and just. This year with the loss of Carrie Fisher, I got to say that uh, that's the one that stands out on my list. Okay, okay. Well, that's so Princess Leia's going to get your vote then. Yep, Princess Leia gets my vote. Yeah, I like the Princess Leia, but I just felt that the gown is a little bit doesn't quite adhere to her body as much as I would like. It's a bit puffy and baggy, and it's kind of hard to think. But I understand that materials at that size are a little bit difficult. I just kind of feel they could choose, choose the material because I kind of have the same problem with the Luke Skywalker from A New Hope as well. I think he's a beautiful figure and looks great, but I just think the clothes don't kind of rest on him as naturally and crease up as naturally as I would like, but I know it's a tall order. Um, I have to say, though, uh, the Ray and BB-8 sets was stunning uh, because I just I love all the accessories you got with her. I love her face sculpt. Uh, I love the BB-8. I like the little sand patch you get with her. And, you know, you, you move BB-8, he's got a magnetized head, and he comes with little bits and bobs you stick on him. So Ray and BB-8 set from Force Awakens is uh, going to be get get my one. That's the Ray Force Awakens from Hot Toys. Now, I would like to point out that in this category, the, uh, the first thing everybody's going to go and say is, well, where's Black Widow? Mm-hmm. Civil War. Uh, and the reason that she didn't make it, I think, is because she was shipped in December and, and didn't get really as wide a distribution mm. by, in December. Um, and she just didn't make it to the list. You know, it's always a judgment call. She'll make it on the 2017. It's always a judgment call as to whether or not enough people have seen it to make it viable. Right? You don't want it to go on the list if it's if nobody's seen it. Yeah, it would she, be like picking a movie that nobody's had a chance to see. She can go on next year, though, can't she? But she'll go on 17, yeah. And it is worth noting that Black Widow, this will be her... How many times? This will be her sixth time they've made her? Iron Man 1, 
run. Oh no, Iron Man two. Right, Iron Man. Right. A Avengers. Yep. Avengers: Age of Ultron. Right. And this one, so four. No, there's at least four already. What are we missing? No, there was the um, one with the really poofy hair. Then there was the really slim one for Avengers with the slightly better hair. Hang on, I know. There's been at least four already. Let me tell you which four they are. Here. Winter Soldier one, number five. Winter Soldier. That's ah, my favorite with the straight hair. Yeah, you like that one the best, don't you? Yeah, I like the straight hair. So, yeah, there's already been four. So this is the fifth. Yeah. And all four of the other ones won this every year they were up. Okay, well, she'll probably be on it next year then. So she'll be on the 2017. Okay, so we're going to do best female figure from 5 to 11 inches. And we got Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars Black Series, Batgirl from DC Icons, DC Collectibles, Batgirl DC Superhero Girls from Mattel, Dana Barrett from Ghostbusters, Diamond Select, Harley from DC Icons, DC Collectibles, Janine Ghostbusters, Diamond Select, Gillian Holtzman from Ghostbusters Mattel, Jin Erso, Star Wars Black ha Series Hasbro, Lita, WWE, from Mattel, Mary Gary Tyrell, from Game of Thrones Dark Horse, Michonne, Walking Dead, McFarlane, Mockingbird, Marvel Legends, uh, from Hasbro, Nat Natalia, Nat Natalia, from WWE Mattel, Nico Minaro, Minoru, Mattel, Marvel Legends, uh, Hasbro, Nightmare Moon, uh, MLP Hasbro, I don't know, Nightmare Moon, MLP, I don't know what that is. Um, My Little Pony. My Little Pony. Of course it's My Little Pony. Yeah, I'm not a brony, so I didn't catch that one. Renee Young, WWE Mattel. Ripley, Prisoner Outfit from NECA. Sabine Wren, Star Wars Black Series Hasbro. Scarlet Witch, Marvel Legends Hasbro. Spider-Gwen, Marvel Legends Hasbro. Vasquez from Aliens, NECA. Hmm. That's a tough one. Oh, there's the bell. What's that? Was that your doorbell? <laughs> that was... No, that's my phone. Oh, right, okay. That was like your doorbell. Best phone. And there you go. Wow, it was a good good sound effect to have at the end there. Hmm. I don't know about this one now, actually. Actually, no, I do know. Michonne from Walking Dead is the one that gets it from me. Because I saw that mm. figure in the store, and I actually really thought the head sculpt and the likeness and just the whole like, the paint apps were really tight on her. At least on the one I saw. So I, mm -hmm. qu I, quite, I quite like that. Yeah, so Michonne's going to get my vote. What about you? Yeah, she would have gotten uh, an honorable mention for me. So would the Batgirl, the DC Icons, Batgirl, and the Harley from DC Icons. Those were both very good. Uh, Marvel Legends did a nice job this year, and that's where my pick's coming from. I really like the Nico Minoro, the one that's kind of got the, I don't know, the, I, I always think of the outfit as kind of being, you know, goth meets emo um, with her little Wicked Witch of the West uh, uh, stockings. Um, so, oh, yeah, yeah I, like, I, I really like Nico. Oh, well, cause I, I, I never heard of this character before. There you go. That, that, yeah, okay. I think they did a really nice job, really pretty head sculpt, really nice clean paint apps, and I just like the costume. I think it's oh. kind of a nifty costume. Okay, right, so, best female figure under five inches. List them up, Mike. Uh, we got Agra from Dark Crystal. Again, that's the reaction line I told you about. Uh, Jody Shooter Craig, she's a G.I. Joe. Yeah, uh, Jin Erso out of, with the Jedi outfit from Hasbro. Mm -hmm. uh, Kaya Karani, Karani, she's a Thunderbirds. I don't know her very well. Medusa from the Vitruvian Hacks. Oh yeah. Yep. Princess Zelda from World of Nintendo from Jax. Yeah. Ripley, she, they did the reaction line. They did a small version of her in the power with a power loader. Uh, Sakura from the Street Fighter line from Kids Logic. Stiletto, another GI Joe, and, and just a, a tip: don't ever date a woman who goes by the name of Stiletto. <laughs> uh, Lady Thor from the Marvel ask. Legends line, yeah, <laughs> and uh, Wisdom. 
from that I am elemental, I am elemental line. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, I wanted to get that uh, female Thor figure, actually, because I read the Thor comic. It's one of the few comic books. Yeah, that's the one that came in the two-pack. Ah, no wonder I didn't get that one. I'm sure they'll release that as a single one eventually, though, will they? I hope. I so, hope so. She's quite nice. I do like the th I do like Lady Thor. I do like Lady Thor a lot. Um, I'm actually stuck on this one between Lady Thor and Medusa from Vitruvian Hacks. They're, they're between my two. I, I have the Vitruvian Hacks, uh, Medusa, and it's brilliantly articulated, beautifully painted. Actually, yeah, and it's the whole tale with the way they've done that is actually really nicely done. Uh, so I actually think it's probably going to be Medusa from Vitruvian Hacks that's going to get my vote. What about you? Yeah, my my top two are both not necessarily the most attractive uh, in the category. Mm -hmm. uh, Medusa is getting my win. I I agree with you. I think she's just an amazing figure. But I have to say, Agra from the Dark Crystal um, was my runner-up because she, when I saw her on the on the peg, almost convinced me to go and buy the entire reaction line of Dark Crystal figures. I just thought she was really, really well done. So she's my, she I, is, she's my runner-up, but I'll have to agree with you with Medusa she, as from Turian Hacks. She is no, she's a bit. Agra is great, and I totally see what you mean. She is not all like the rest of the reaction figures. It's like, okay, we're going to do something really good on this one. It's, 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 it's right. Yeah, it's like its own line. that's just Dark Crystal. Yeah, I know. It's good. Uh, good. It's good that they haven't gone. I mean, I, I understand why some people like the reaction figures, but it just as an as a person who likes picking up action figures and having them on the coffee table while watching movies and stuff like that, I, to me, they're just a bit too, eh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm over that kind of sort of figure format now a little bit. I just, I've kind of moved on. If I, want, I don't want to go back in time kind of a thing, even though that's, if I'm going to go back in time, I'm going to go back to vintage Star Wars and vintage G.I. Joes and stuff like that. I'm not going to, to me, I don't like going back to, it was like, I Super 7 released um, some new Master Universe vintage figures and I just, I just, I just, I just didn't like them. Maybe it was just the character designs, but I just didn't kind of like, I just didn't see why, but, and hopefully, Super 7 will do other characters in, in that kind of format so we'll, we'll see what happens there so Vitruvian Hacks gets that one and you like the uh, Agra from Dark Crystal alright we, we better push and move on now so we're going to come up now we're coming to the, up to the end now, now soon uh, so we got best builder figure now I'm not into these kinds of particular builder figures particularly I did have one yeah this is a great concept just in general right mm -hmm. uh, great concept I don't think Toybiz was the, really the first toy company to ever do it but Toybiz was certainly the first company to do it right and make yeah. it a big deal yeah yeah right where they pack pieces of something else uh, in this case it was you know for Toy Biz it was a larger Marvel Legend figure yep. and in, in Toy Biz's case it was a very large Marvel Legend figure you know they did Galactus yeah, I had that they did one. figures that were like Apocalypse. 14 inches tall and Apocalypse I got that one too ooh, yep ooh, yeah, yeah they did they Always big figures when they did them. Ooh, and and, and um, one, one that I did have, actually, just to interrupt you, I did have, and I, I've still kept that one because it, it, it's the only figure from ever made, is Pit. I got the Pit Builder figure. Do you yep. remember that one? Oh, yep. It's still a great One of my figure. favorites is Fin Fang Foom. Oh, that's a good one. That's Huge good figure. One. Really great figure. You okay. know, and so, but, but when Hasbro took over, they kept the tradition alive. They just made you know more standard figures. They were usually bigger and slightly bigger, you know, like a slightly bigger Doomsday or you know that kind of thing. But um, they were they were never they were never at the size that Toy Biz had done. But other companies picked up on it, right? Uh, Mattel started doing it back in the days, and they called it the Collect and Connect figure instead of the Build a figure. Yep. Uh, but other places did it too. Like Diamond Select has been doing it um, for a while. They did it with their Monsters line with some different diorama pieces. Uh, they're doing it now with Ghostbusters, as you mentioned, the diorama that you build there. Yeah. But right now, these days, Hasbro and Mattel seem to be battling it out. Um, to see who can make the most in a year, because Matt Mattel's doing it also in their their multiverse line now, 
where you can buy them and put together, you know, they put together the replica grappling gun was one of them. And for Suicide Squad, they had the, the killer croc uh, figure that you could put together. So anyway, that's that's kind of the concept. So our nominees here is Abomination from Marvel Legends, uh, Absorbing Man from Marvel Legends, The Avengers Headquarters from Hasbro. That, that was one you could build when you bought the little, uh, the smaller, like, two-inch Avengers uh, figures. All right. Uh, you got a little piece of the headquarters that went with each one of them, and then if you put them all together, you got the full headquarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Computron from Transformers. Uh, that's always a good one, and I'm sure next year we'll have a Voltron on there from Mattel. Uh, Doomsday Multiverse uh, from Mattel. Dormammu, Marvel Legends from Hasbro. Uh, the Ghost Symbol from Ghostbusters. Mattel did that, right? Well, you could build the Ghost Symbol if you bought the, yep. the set of Ghostbusters. Uh, Giant Man from Marvel Legends. The Grapnel Blaster I mentioned, the replica in the multiverse line from Mattel. Juggernaut, another Marvel Legends. Killer Croc, also from Multiverse, from Mattel. Onslaught, which is really awesome. I had the little red skull, the extra red skull uh, head you could put on it from Marvel Legends. Uh, Rowan, also from Ghostbusters. That was you could build the, the villain from the new Ghostbusters movie uh, by, if you bought the new girl Ghostbusters. And then Space Venom from Marvel Legends. Hmm. What's, what's, what's going to get your vote there? Dormammu's getting my vote. Uh, out of the Marvel, Mar like I said earlier, I think Marvel Legends was just killing it this year. And out of their, you know, plenty of uh, um, build the figures that they had, I thought Dormammu was really my favorite. Mm, remember, I, I've only, I'm only, I'm, I'm going with the ones that I've actually seen in flesh in our local toy stores and stuff that I quite like the onslaught myself. Mm -hmm. I, so I think onslaught might actually get. I've seen Dormammu. I did like that. Uh, I just, yeah, I can't resist a flaming head. Yeah, yeah. The thing is that, but I do like uh, I do like the colors and the feel of the red skull as well, and I like that big, big, mean green he's got as well. Um, the Ghostbusters symbol I thought was neat, but it wasn't enough. You know, it just wasn't enough of a thing for me. I didn't think it was enough of a thing to have to 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 warrant a, a build a thing, but cool nonetheless. If you were collecting them all and you got that, that's cool. It was like a cool bonus. But you know, mm -hmm. there, there are some things that are like, oh, you cool, you collect the line, you get a cool bonus. But there are other ones where you collect the line, and you know, the prize is the big build, the, the figure that comes at the end of it. It's the big build one. So I think, yeah, I think I'm gonna. Computron is mental. Is a Hasbro thing, and I've seen that. My friend Phil's a big, uh, hey Phil, big Transformers fans, and he collects everything. I, I, I find it just very hard to judge Transformers on a whole. But if it's any way aesthetically pleasing which I think most of them are not sorry but when they are aesthetically pleasing I do tend to like a transformer if they're if they're nicely shaped and Computron is nice but I don't like all those different colors so I did think the Killer Croc was cool from Mattel but I think Onslaught from Hasbro is going to get my vote so I'm going to click on that one Hasbro from Onslaught on that one alright best vehicle or playset these are our nominations for best vehicle and playset we've got the APC from Aliens Minimates the Batcycle DC Icons, DC Collectibles, Batwing Batman Animated Series, DC Collectibles, City Sewer from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from Playmates, DeLorean Back to the Future Hot Toys, Half Shell Headquarters, TMNT Playsets, uh, The Lawmaster, Judge Dredd from 3A, Lawmaster from Judge Dredd from Mezco, L'Oreal Laurel Worker from Acid Rain, Ori Toys, Me World, Jack Specific, Night Stalker, Mass Universe Mattel, uh, PJ Masks from Headquarters Just Play, Power Lord from Aliens, Haya Toys, Ultimate Batcave, Mattel, Wall the Wall from Game of Thrones, Funko. <laughs> the Wall, Funko. <laughs> so, remind, I, have to, I have to remind myself what the game was. Ah, oh, yes, of course. Alright, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's just kind of fun, isn't it? Cool, alright, well, 
I don't think that's going to win though somehow in any of these ones. I think the they don't. I think the competition's a bit too high on this one, Mike. So watch one well, of we, these. We, this is a tough one here now. We always do this category as vehicle and playset because usually there's not enough of any one to create it. Agreed. You know, to separate them out. And also, it's kind of even though it doesn't seem like they go together, they sort of kind of do because playsets and vehicles are like that extra thing you add on to your action figure. Yes, you right? put your figure in it. It's a playset. Yeah, yeah. So even though it moves, it's still, you know, vehicles are still a form of a playset. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, for me, I really, you know, there's a couple that I really like. I really like the Bat Cycle from DC Icons that came out late in the year with the Batgirl. I thought they did a really nice job, especially for the price. awesome. Uh, I love that. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. Mm -hmm. The Batwing from the animated <sighs> DC collectibles That's is huge. crazy, insane, cool. monster to, to do that in, yeah. you know, a six-inch yeah. six scale line. Um, so that, that was great. Um, the uh, the lawmaster between the lawmasters, I thought the lawmaster from 3A was it was just too small. But the one from Mezco is lights and sounds and and it's a beautiful bike. I mean, it just is just amazing. But at the end of the day, I can't argue with the DeLorean from Hot Toys. Um, you know, you are paying a hefty price, that's for sure. Oh yeah. But it's just such an outstandingly cool vehicle. That is much. It was it was close between that and the Lawmaster. I really do love that Lawmaster, but I ended up having to give it to the Lawmaster. Which Lawmaster? The Mezco one. The Mezco one, yeah. The Mezco Lawmaster, because I know you slightly preferred. Well, actually, you were a bit a tight tucked, a tough between the the two Judge Dreads on Mezco, but I'm glad you picked the Lawmaster because I just think the 3A dropped the ball on that Lawmaster because it's just too small. It's just yeah, too the small. 3A from law, from G yeah, there theirs is a little too small. It doesn't. It need that Lawmaster needs. It's called a Lawmaster. It needs to look mighty, and it just looks a little bit. Looks like a. Honda 50 between his legs. You don't. You, do you know what a, you don't know what a Honda 50 is? Yeah, but they're I very, know, they're I, very yeah, small bikes. Okay, I'm really stuck on this one because I've actually got a few of these myself. Um, I have not seen the Batwing in person, but I know that the quality. I've watched some reviews, and I know the quality of that thing's through the roof, and it's a beautiful item. Uh, the, uh, the teenage, the, the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles city sewer thing is amazing because it's just really high. It's, it looks like it's so much fun. It looks like you could sit on the floor with that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle playset and have hours of fun. And that, to me, is what qualifies a playset, is how much hours of fun can you get out of it. Is, that's the description yep. of it. It's kind of unfair for me to compare the DeLorean to its this, this, the, the city sewer playset because you know, the DeLorean is so high-end and it's so thingy. But nonetheless, the DeLorean is still something I put on my coffee table and tinker about with because I love it. I love putting Marty in there. I love putting it on the bonnet. There's a few things in the Lauren that just kind of let me down a little bit. I do think they could have had an illuminated dashboard a bit more. And I do think they could have added one or two more lights into it. Under the Lorian. So, I'm, I'm unsure about that one. Um, uh, and uh, I have Night Stalker from Mass Universe Classics. Uh, that is sculpted by my friend Joe Amaro. Great lad. He's the one who sculpts all those figures for, from the Four Horsemen. Contracted from the Four Horsemen to do us. And he always does a lovely job. Tends to make things a little bit bigger. Those are Joe. So they are a little bit... A little bit big on the on on the scale. Uh, Night Stalker, however, is pretty impressive, and I think they did some nice articulated engineering on 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 the neck and uh, solved the kind of an interesting problem there. And the articulation on, on him is very good. The Dread Lawmaster from Mezco is a mighty beast indeed. I love the lights effects. I love that every single button is a sound. You do push a button, mm -hmm. and you have a different sound. Yeah, it's really impressive. In terms of playability, that Dread Lawmaster is tidy fun. It's, it, you know, you can push along the floor, it goes, not that I'm the kind of kid that pushes stuff along the floor, but if I did, you could. Um, oh, man, I'm really tough on me, this one now, actually. Not, not Night Stalker, but it's definitely down between the DeLorean 
City Sewer playset. No, hold on a second. Sorry, I'm being a bit ignorant here. Forgive me. City Sewer playset from Playmates and Half Shell Headquarters from Playmates. Which is the tall one? Um, it's the tall one that I, I like. Where was the Half Shell that was tall? Let me double check. Half Shell? Was that the figure? No, that, that's that the figure. Half Shell is the figure. Half Shell is the figure. Sewer is the tall, right. City, City Sewer is the one City, you're thinking. Yes, yeah. City Sewer is the one I like. I thought the, the half-shell figure was an inventive idea, but a bit ridiculous. But uh, that's fine. Oh. Not particularly realistic. Not but particularly hey. realistic. The Batwing... Yeah, City Sewer is the huge one. My God, this is really tough, Mike. The DeLorean Batwing, City Sewer replace it, or Dread Mezco. Or uh, the Lawmaster from Mezco. My God. Yep. Oh. I'm actually really stuck on this one. There's a side of me that should give it to the Batwing. Because I just think it's just such a feat of awesomeness and that just brazen balls to make it. Something so big. But the the Turtles is a great is a fun place and the and the, the, the Lawmaster is mighty indeed. Okay, it's down now between the Batwing and the Lawmaster. I don't have the Batwing, of course. But I don't want to give it to Go for the Lawmaster. Go do you think go for the Lawmaster? Huh. Okay, it's going to boil down to this. Can I really play with that Batwing? It's very difficult to fly around the room in that thing, I'd imagine. It's a pretty big thing, and actually playing with it... I would imagine it's going to be like playing with the Millennium Falcon when you were a little bit of a kid. That you, you know, you'd have, to, you'd have a good arm workout after flying around that thing as a kid. I think just the engineering and the way the Lawmaster's put together, I think the Lawmaster has to win because it's just so tidy. It's it's tidy. It's a mighty little machine on your on your on your on your table, and it has all those little light up functions on it. So, okay, Lawmaster is sorry. I know it's a bit long on answering that one. Sorry about that one. Okay, move on quickly on best statue. Best statue. Go ahead, Mike. Take him away. Best statue. We got the '66 Batgirl from Tweeterhead. We talked about earlier. We yep. got the Batgirl from Halloween, the Halloween version that they did in the DC Bombshells from DC Collectibles. We got Catwoman also from Tweeterhead from Batman Returns. Uh, the Death Dealer from Fra the Frazetta design uh, from ARH. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. They did the bas uh, Basujo, you know, the uh, yep. from Cotabuquia. Yep. Uh, which is an interesting Edward Scissorhands. Remember, since it's in that line, it's a girl. Uh, That's right. Uh, the yeah. Emma Frost from the Hellfire Club, um, from Sideshow. Yeah. Harley from the Suicide Squad from DC Collectibles. He-Man from Sideshow. Um, Joker, the Batman animated version from Diamond Select. Yeah. Judge Dredd on the Lawmaster, which was a pop culture shock. Lady Deadpool, also from Cotabakia. Lady Thor from Diamond Select. The Minus Turrets that we talked about earlier in the yeah. paintwork from yeah. uh, Weta. Peter Venkman, the big quarter scale PF style from uh, HC, uh, Hollywood Collectibles Group. Uh, Pinhead, the premium format went out of Sideshow. Robocop, the quarter-scale statue from Pop Culture Shock. Uh, Rocky Balboa, the cool quarter-scale statue from Blitzway. Uh, Rue, from Street Fighter, also Pop Culture Shock. Spider-Gwen, from Kotobukiya. Uh The Superman-Power-Girl combo in the DC Bombshells. I think that's the first of the men they've put in the Bombshells line. Uh, Thor, in the premier collection from Diamond Select. Ultraman, from Gecko, and, and not Geico, Gecko. Uh, and Vega from Street Fighter in the Pop Culture Shack line. <sighs> Is this going to be another one of those ones where I feel like I should have contacted you earlier and kind of gotten on the case a bit earlier and said I nom nominated another figure, another statue, because the Sorceress is not here from Pop Culture Shock. Uh, yeah, you know, and Jerry could have too. Did it come out this year? Because I actually asked Jerry specifically what came out this year, and he didn't mention it. 
No, she was out this year. No, Sorceress was this year. Sorceress was definitely this year, dude. I think Jerry's getting confused. You gotta understand, man. He, he's got a lot of juggling. And we, we can't add her now. It's too late to add her now. No? Uh, yeah, yeah. We can't add her? No, no. No, we can't, we can't add, her. add her. Okay, we can't add her. Okay, we can't add her. Well, what, what what's your favorite artist slot? What are you giving it? Um, well, you know what? The, the You mentioned earlier that 66 Batgirl from Tweeterhead is awful, awfully well done. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, it, it's another actress we lost this year, and, and just a, it's a beautiful rendition. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, another one that is great on here that I have on display that, that replaced the old version I had on display is the Robocop from Pop Culture Shock. Hey. I swapped him into my quarter scale. Um, you know, Did you? The old... Wow. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. He's in the quarter scale with the other premium formats now. Mm -hmm. uh, but for me, out of all of these, the one that really I love being the Batman fan that I am is the Catwoman from Batman Returns. I think Tweeterhead did a fantastic job on their Pfeiffer. Um, and she's like the, she's the only great Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman thing we've ever gotten. So she gets my vote. I'm actually stuck on this one as well. I'm not going to. I won't spend too much time at it. I won't. I won't drive you mad. I'm stuck here between Rocky Balboa from Blitzway and He-Man from Sideshow. Not necessarily because it's my favorite He-Man, but I just just because I just think the worksmanship on the He-Man from Sideshow is just to the roof. But again, that's that's Sideshow on a whole. Actually, I'm going to give it to Rocky Balboa on this one. Because actually, I, I just think it's a beautiful. I think if you're into Rocky, I'm not into Rocky. You know, I like Rocky, but I think I think it's just a fantastic statue, and it looks brilliant. The materials on it look beautiful. You get the dog, and it's just a beautiful looking statue. So I think the Rocky Balboa from Deathway gets my vote. Okay, best bust. Woohoo! I love busts. Batgirl, 1966 from Diamond Select. Batman Animated Redux from Diamond Select. BB-8 Holiday Star Wars from Gentle Giant. Boba Fett Classics from Gentle Giant. Captain Phasma, Gentle Giant. Chewbacca, Macquarie, Gentle Giant. Oh, gee, I, I, hold on, I have to actually see that. Chewbacca from Gentle Giant. Yeah, Macquarie version. Oh, Mac oh yes, the owly one. Which I believe that dude from Rebels is slightly modeled on, but there you go. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, do you think he's, uh, I think he's influenced there a little bit there. Yeah. Um, 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 where was I? Uh, FO Flametrooper, Gentle Giant. He-Man Life-Size Boss, Pop Culture Shock. Have it over here. Kylo Ren, Gentle Giant, Medusa, Cinema Cat, Poe Dameron, X-Wing, Gentle Giant, Wonder Woman, DC, Bombshells, DC Collectibles, Worf from Titan. Now, some of these I'm actually going to have to look because I'm not familiar with exactly all of these. Yeah, you know, my bust buying has dropped uh, considerably over the years. Once upon a time, I was pretty much like a Star Wars completist on all the Star Wars Gentle Giant busts. Holy and I buy very few of them nowadays. <coughs> But for me, this was so. For me, this was actually kind of easy because there was there wasn't a lot of debate for me. Um, I went with the Chewbacca, the Macquarie Chewbacca. I just like the goofy owl look. I like all the Macquarie. Whenever they do one of the Macquarie designs in any collectible, I just think it's kind of cool. So I went with the Chewbacca. My goodness, man! I'm, I feel a bit embarrassed actually hosting a podcast and not knowing that and not having seen this Medusa statue. This oh, is a Medusa. If you want to spend some money, man, the Medusa is absolutely Whoa. gorgeous. Whoa, whoa! I can see a lot of metal rock stars buying that who've got the money for it. And it's it. not, you know, I mean, you know, for a, you know, a famous artist like you is chump change probably, but it's a <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I'm a totally super famous <laughs> artist. Uh, mm, let's have a look at the Wonder Woman. 
Yeah, those are the DC bombshells designs. They translated those into busts this year. Right. Very nice. Yeah, the Wonder Woman is lovely. I love her design. I like her unique design. Yeah, I like her unique design. Uh, let's refresh myself with the Batgirl again. I know what the Batgirl looks like. Yeah, she's nice too. Um, I'm going to give it to He-Man life-size bust from Pop Culture Shock. I have it here. It's crazy cool. It's it's He-Man. It's a it's 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 a nice interpretation of He-Man. He's got a nice heavy kind of face. It's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not <coughs> Dolph Lundgren. It's someone else. It it's it feels he looks like a He-Man. You know what I mean? Um, and it, it because it's you got you got something at this size. It's it's I've never seen any. This is the biggest He-Man collectible of all time. This bust here. So if you're a He-Man fan, this is just the biggest thing you could ever get, and it's so well sculpted. His harness. It's, it's like you've. This is how. This is the way you you thought he would look as that harness. If you just took like the old toy and imagine what that would look like, more realistic. This is this is that. So he man life says both pop culture shock, by Jerry and um, Alejandro. I forget. Oh, I'm ashamed. I'm ter terrible at. I I'm terrible at remembering names. Names and stuff. I should remember the name of the guy who sculpted this too. Shame on me. Shame on me. Well, we won't edit that out because I'm just gonna let my shame be out there for the world to see. Best designer female figure. So be just before we go on for best bust, so you, your bust, best bust is the Batgirl Diamond Select, and mine is He-Man Life Size Bust and Pop Culture Shock. Yeah. No, mine was Macquarie Chewbacca. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Mine was yours was Ch uh, Macquarie Chewbacca. Mine was He-Man Life Size Bust. Okay, we better get a move on, Mike. We've been on here nearly an hour and a half now. Listeners will be getting bored. Are you bored, listeners? Switching. Oh, they were bored an hour ago. Do you reckon dude. they were bored an hour ago? Well, they, they always split podcast in half. Okay, best designer vi vinyl figure. Go for it, Mike. Uh, okay, so this is an interesting category because uh, it, it can encompass everything from Funko to, you know, one-off uh, designer figures. And they get some really, really unique entries. For example, the very first one, Alien vs. Predator from Special Ed Toys. This is not the your what you might assume, right? Because there's Alien versus Predator. That's a license, right? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. What they did is they created an E.T. figure and packaged it with a Michael Jackson figure. And it's called Alien versus Predator. That's dark. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so that sets the tone for the rest of the nominees, which are all rather unusual. We have the astronaut from uh, that designed by Alex Party, who's through Toy Cube. Uh, we have Basquat, the art trooper. From Ryan Cullerman, R-I-C-A. We have the Bison Van, which is pretty much what you think it is, from Jeremy Fish. Uh, we have Boba Fett from the Smuggler's Bounty line from Funko. We have Bobat from Wetworks. Chewbacca from the Smuggler's Bounty line, also from Funko. We have Dose Vapors, Wookie Hashpipe line, <laughs> which is yeah, what you think it is. Yeah, 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 that's what you think it is. Uh, the first turtle we talked about earlier from TMNT from uh, Mondo. Uh, we have Felipe from Juan Munez. Uh, Frank Poole, which is a really pretty cool like figure. Concrete okay. Jungle Studio. Frank Poole is pretty cool. Uh, General General's Nightmare, which I'm laughing because it's a kid robot, but designed by Frank Kozik. You have to see it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm looking at him. I'm really looking at him. He's mental. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, no. kids think of a Kentucky Fried Chicken colonel with the, the head right. in his hand and the chicken right. head for his head. Gnome from Ron English. Uh, the Jungle DIY figures from Winston. Uh, Kaiju Frankenstein from Nathan Hamill. Uh, another of the Wookiee hash pipes, Luch Skytoker. This one is really cool looking, but he's got a hell of a name. Nico Fukuru. 
from Black Book Toy and Jeff Soto. Uh, Predator Venomates, the Diamond Select, the larger ones, which I saw just the other day in Toys R Us. The, they're, Nico Vukuru was freaky they're as hell. Vinimates. Nikki Vukuru was freaky uh, as hell. Yeah, okay. And then uh, Skeletor from uh, Master of the Universe. Yay. Uh, uh, Joe Allard and uh, Loyal Subjects. Goodbye. And uh, what's next? Smile, which is interesting. Juan Moniz. From uh, Juan Munez again and 3D Retro. Uh, Stare Monster from Greg Crayola Simpkins and 3D Retro. The Twins from Awesome Toy. Uncle Scam from Ron English and Kid Robot, which is really another really cool one. And that's supposed to say Visible Man. I don't think I, I may have misspelled that there. Visible Man from Unbox. I mean, who? How'd you pick? How'd you pick one of? I'm not going to be obvious and pick Skeletor from uh, from uh, Loyal Subject, so I'm not going to pick that. <laughs> the Chewbacca one's pretty pretty crazy looking. I do like the little Chewbacca. From uh, is he, he's he's flocked as well, a little Chewbacca as well. You see, from Smuggler's mm -hmm. Bounty, from Funko. So I do like anything. Yeah, he is kind of cute. Anything that's flocked is quite kind of nice. But there's that little a crazy one. Where's that crazy one? The Juan Martinez one. No, no, not that one. Uh, the, the where is this? It's, it's the, the black one, the, the crazy little black creature. That no Fukuruu one. Yeah, that one. Nico that, 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 I think that that's. I'm just going to give the give it to that because that's mental. It's just crazy, and it's mental and crazy. Like a vinyl figure should be. It's like, what the hell is that? That'll do. All right, we got two, three more little nominations left, and we're done. Okay, so best prop replicas. Uh, Aguilar's hidden blade from McFarlane. Did I pronounce that right? Aguilar's Hidden Blade from McFarlane? That's, I think uh, so. That's uh, Assassin's Creed, isn't it? Yep, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Blade from, that comes from his wrist. Annabelle Scaled Replica from Mezco. Captain America Shield Hasbro. Are we talking a steel or the plastic one? Um, well, we were talking the plastic. Okay. But, you know. Alright, okay. Iron Man's Helmet Hasbro. Negan's Bat Lucille from McFarlane. Vanguard's Pilot Helmet Titanfall's Collector Edition. Star Trek Original Series Communicator. The Wand Company. Yeah, yeah I have that. Uh, Star, Star Trek uh, TOS Phaser, The Wand Company, Stormtrooper Helmet, Hasbro. Oh, I've actually got a fight. I've actually got some of these. I've played with some of these. These are all good. I've actually had hand-to-hand -hand contact with some of these. Um, huh. It's got to be the... Um, oh, I mean, Hasbro have really nailed it with the replicas this year, I feel, with their Captain America Shield, uh, Iron Man Helmet, yeah, and their Stormtrooper so Helmet. I think they've done an amazing job there. Um... Negan's bat from from obviously from McFarlane is kind of fun, obviously. Um, I'm surprised to see uh, the the what's her face's bat wasn't in there as well. Um, Harley Quinn's bat is that there? That's not there. No, that's not there. Well, maybe it was released in 2017 then, because I just saw it in the store as well. Um, I would give it to probably Iron Man's helmet from Hasbro, because I just think out of all the things that you could you you could always get Stormtrooper helmets. You know, you could always get the replica of them there. You could always get them there. And while the Hasbro one is great, the speaker is not loud enough to really warrant the voice change or anything. But it's fine. It does a job. But as an hatch, mm -hmm. as an helmet, as a display piece, beautiful. To my my opinion, you know, as as, as I mentioned in on our regular podcast, uh, I mentioned that I'm trying to find out first, so I know all about my Stormtrooper helmets now. But and I really rate this Hasbro helmet. I think it's absolutely lovely. I love the recess details. It's good. But I think the pro and this one should go to the Iron Man helmet because that whole visor thing pops up and that's what you want. What do you think, Mike? Uh, for me, I'm going with the Star Trek original series phaser from the Wand Company. Um, it sucks as a remote control, which it can do. It can you know, can be a universal remote for your TV and stuff, but it, it, 
it absolutely blows chunks as a as a as a remote control. But as a prop replica, it is gorgeous. Yeah, very it sharp. Is, the sounds and lights, the weight, the heft, the the it, it's just beautiful. And for the price, 150 bucks, and you can get it even cheaper than that on sale. It is way way below the price that like the Roddenberry. Uh, company was charging for some of theirs and the some communi- of the other companies. The communicator and stuff, the communicator that seems with your phone and stuff, which I wanted to get myself actually, but I was just, I couldn't justify the price of it. I really couldn't. But mm-hmm. this, this is great. This I would have. This I would happily have. That's that's a fine looking replica. And if it remote, but yeah, and it's it's yeah. You anybody who picks it up and feels the heft and everything, it's a nice replica. Can you come along and like, like I said, don't def- buy it for remote control, but it's a great replica. But it does work as remote control. Right? I mean, could, yeah, you can do basic stuff with it. It's just a real pain in the ass to program. Could you fire it across the room and annoy the kids with it? Absolutely. Yeah, well, that's kind of all you really need in the remote control. For it's nice and loud. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, good. Oh, really? It has sounds as well. Sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's got a it's got a ton of sounds. It's got, like, it's got a... One setting is, uh, uh, like, eight different versions of this phaser, right? Mm-hmm. So, because the phaser in different seasons would make different noises depending on what the hell they were doing. Yeah. And then it's also got that phaser noise. And one of the settings is when it's going to blow up. Yeah. When you put it on overload and it does oh. that. Yeah. And then um, it's got a whole bunch of other sounds. The doors in the... the, in the, the uh, um, not the communicators, but you know the the, the pads that they communicate to yeah. on the ship when yeah. they would go off, and it's, it's got like another dozen sounds that you can make it make. Oh, we could. Okay, that's great. Okay, cool. All right, so oh, second last one, best building set block figures, Angry Birds Lego. All right, did you catch that? Just I said that rather fast actually. Best building set block figures. So pretty self-explanatory. Angry Birds Lego, Elves Lego, Marvel Mini Mates Diamond Select, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by Mega Blocks, Batman Movie Lego, Ghostbusters Lego. Minion Mega Blocks, Call of Duty Mega Blocks, Halo Mega Blocks, Star Trek Mega Blocks, Destiny Mega Blocks, Marvel Lego, Star Wars Lego. I am not a big Lego person. I have one of these sets. I have the Ghostbusters Lego, and it's the the, the girl Ghostbusters Ecto One. I feel wrong calling it the Ghostbusters Water. The modern Ghostbusters uh, uh, take. I've got that, and I really like it. So and I like a little motorbike, I like it comes with little the little dudes and all little girls with their backpacks and stuff like that. So I'm gonna give it to the Lego one. What about you? Oh, the Batman movie stuff. Bat- it's just freaking fantastic. I can't. I I I. As in, as in Lego figures. Batman movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I I can only touch. I've only bought the little minifigures so far mm-hmm. because I know. And but the Penguin's car is calling my name. And if I buy the Penguin's car, then I'm gonna to have to have Joker's low rider and the Batmobile and the Killer Croc four-wheel drive and it's just going to turn into a thing it's just going to turn into a whole thing it's a whole thing okay that's that then so ghostbusters wins mine and batman movie lego wins uh, thing for best billing blocks there from mike okay our final final nomination goes to sorry final i'm all tongue-tied now what's our final category Category. (laughs) our final category i'm on top of it tonight folks as you can tell uh best miscellaneous do you want to take this one away, Mike? Yep, this our last is the one? catch-all. Yeah. Okay, so we got Amazing Heroes, which are these kind of cool retro-looking figures from Fresh Monkey Fiction. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Avengers Metal Miniatures that Fra- Factory Entertainment did. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chewbacca Talking Mask that Chewbacca Mom made famous. Yes, she did. Yeah, Cross Dimension Striker uh, uh, from Mark of Toys. Mm-hmm. Um, bum, the G.I. Joe book that... Uh, that uh, Dan Klingensmith did this year. He's, it's his second one, and it's uh, just an amazing book if you're into G.I. Joe's. Uh, the Grocery Gang, which is a fairly unique and disgusting line. Uh, 
the Kumaman Bear, which is sort of like a vinyl figure if it was a model kit, because this is a model kit. Uh, the Metal series from Jada Toys, uh, Monster High giant-sized figures, which were giant, huge versions of the Monster High dolls. The Return of Muscle that Super 7 started this year. Yep. That nifty Predator accessory pack from NECA with the disgusting, you know, skin, torso, or body, etc. Uh, the Ultra T-Rex from Imaginext from Mattel. The Ultimate Guide to Vintage Transformers from Mark Bolomo, who does some amazing books on vintage collectibles, and that was the one he did this year. And, of course, the Vitruvian Hacks we talked about from Boss Fight Studio. Yay! Uh, that's a bit of a tough one category, this one, actually, I think. I mean, you know, Super 7 brought out the muscles, and, and they were fine if you could remember them. I just I just, I just, just never knew how to play with muscles as a kid. I was like, what did, what did I do? You kind of collect them and look at them, and that, that's kind of it. I didn't really know what to do with them, so I wasn't big on the muscles. Um... You know, Chewbacca Mom's talking helmet is great. The Monster High Supersized are great. I, 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 do, I do like those. They are huge. They are, they are, they are quite nice, and, and they, are, they are nice figures. But, yeah, i got to give it to Vitruvian Hacks from Boss Fight Studios in this one, I'm afraid. Yep, I'm going with Vitruvian Hacks Vitru- as well. Vitruvian Hacks there as well. Wow, that's, that's, that's it then. There we go. That's not bad at all. I mean, I think Boss Fight have really... Frostfire have, have, have been a notable contribution to this whole thing actually this year, so they're definitely a company to keep an eye on and hopefully going to keep doing more and more and more things because their Vitruvian Hex really only got legs this year kind of thing because they finally got them out this year fully because, you know, again, like at all these little companies, you know, they've tends to, they tend to have a bit of a nightmare with these uh, factories and things and because they, they've got to go over and do it themselves, they've got to go over personally and they can't afford the time and it's like, it's no mean feat that companies like, you know, these smaller companies, even the guys doing the vinyl figures and all that, um, who's our friend on Facebook who does the vinyls? The, the vinyl designs. Oh, what's what's our friend's name? Oh, Klim! Klim, Klim, Klim. He does the kid robot stuff, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Klim, Klim, Klim's one of those. And again, you know, the, the, the stuff, stuff they're busting out is like really, it's crazy stuff. And we're having this, this mad surge of art meets plastic and, and articulation and, and stuff. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving what's, what's coming out. I mean, it's all tat at the end of the day. It's all junk we don't need. It really is all pointless at the end of the day, but this stuff makes us so happy. And there are worse voices in the world to be having, in my opinion. So, you know, this right. is we, n- nice stuff to be had this year. So 20, 2016's been a pretty good year for collectibles, I think. Some big, big, big things. I mean, I can't imagine we'll ever get a bigger, bigger He-Man collectible, for instance. And I mean, like you know, and and yet we're we're getting other things. I mean, what what what's what was your biggest surprise for last year, Mike, to end up the show? Uh, biggest surprise? Yeah, I mean, what were you like? What was like your big highlight collectibles wise from twenty seventeen? Uh, I, the QMX Trek. QMX Trek. Yeah, because it just I I you know I, at least with the Mezco we knew it was coming. Yeah. The QMX stuff we really didn't know if it would be the quality we were hoping it would be, and yeah, so yeah, yeah I, that that really took me by surprise because we because with the track we'd seen them do some stuff with the mall from you know from Firefly, mm-hmm. and we'd seen them messing around with the Picard at a couple of Comic Cons, yeah. but we hadn't seen any of the original series stuff until like you know very close to when it got released. So yeah. that was that was my big surprise. Yeah, that was a cool one. Yeah, that was that was a cool one. I think for me. I have to say, I think the Mythic Legions were a, were a, were a wonderful thing to have this year, and uh, and and the the Mattel Thundercats. So I was I was really 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 happy with happy with those ones, and and we finally got a Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think finally getting a Hot Toys Chewbacca, you now have a really awesome looking Star Wars Hot a Hot Toys collection now and stuff. So, it's, you know, I think 2016, while it was a crap year for a lot of things, 
Work-wise, it was great for me because I ended up working with a lot of these companies and I continue to work with them, so it's great. Um, I think overall, though, the big, big, big one this year, though, has been Mezco. And A, because I started working with them this year. But B, I didn't, uh, you know, I, I, these new smaller figures were coming out. They were high-end and I was like, no, I'm resided to just Masters now in Hot Toys, so I don't want to be getting into anything new. And I, they were so nice. But then when my friend Phil brought around the Mezco uh, Dark Knight Batman, that was it. I was like, oh my God. What have we got here? And the fact that they kept—I just thought it might have been a one-off. You know, that was a one-off from Mezco, and maybe, maybe this wouldn't get in this kind of figure form. It wouldn't get any traction, but my God, it has. And for me, the, the most exciting thing in, in 2017 has been the Mezco format and how they've completely just come in nicely in there and gotten us some stuff that's, you know, absolutely awesome and playable and high-end and all the rest and all the stuff we've talked about at length on this show. Speaking at length, we have been on here for over an hour, 43 minutes, which is three times, four times what I ever intended the show to be long, but the, the, the <laughs> nominations went on, and uh, I'm probably getting evils from my girlfriend, you're probably getting evils from your wife, so we better call it an evening, Mike. And, yep. Uh, we will thank you, our listeners. Uh, catch us again in about, few, about three, four more weeks' time, where we'll have a regular episode with our standard reviews. But in the meantime, Mike, do you want to say farewell? Have a good one. Have a good one. There you go, folks. Hope you enjoyed our Poppy's nomination show. Uh, keep an eye on uh, Mike Crawford's website uh, at mwctoys.com over the next few weeks. When the final, when will the results be out, Mike? Uh, well, let's see if we close the voting up probably another uh, five, six days. Then it'll take me about a week. So about two weeks from now, about the same time, this probably is, you know, about a few days after this comes goes live. Okay, folks. So keep an eye on mwctoys.com and see what uh, nominations come along. And obviously, you know, drop Mike a line and and, and stuff after you can't drop my line now and say you w- wish just to be nominated but drop my line after and, and you know and drop me a line after if you have any questions about why we nominated the things we did alright good night folks farewell and good evening that was all kinds of backwards I'm a mess today good night it's getting late it's getting late Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. Domestic and international packages ship daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession.